Bill O'Reilly here, Thursday, November 5th, 2020. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening across our nation. Presidential election remains undecided. Riots erupt in New York City and Portland, Oregon. Google reveals the top internet search during the vote. Oregon becomes the first state to legalize hard drugs. Britain extends the national shutdown over there another four weeks. Also ahead, more embarrassment for America's media. But first, Joe Biden speaking to the American people from Delaware, saying he has the numbers to win the Electoral College and defeat the president. Donald Trump launching legal challenges in Georgia, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, claiming Democrats are over counting votes in order to steal the election. Clashes last night between protesters and police breaking out in New York City and Portland, Oregon. The NYPD arresting 50 people at least as demonstrators demand officials count every vote. The National Guard also deployed in Portland and Chicago to stop violence. The troops confiscated several weapons, including knives, stun guns, and explosives. Google releasing the most popular question on its search engine during the vote on Tuesday. Find the nearest liquor store. That was the most popular question. Joe Biden was the most queried political candidate in the USA during the same period. The company routinely sees about 3.8 million searches every minute in more than 120 countries around the globe. Oregon, now the first state in the nation to decriminalize hard drugs like heroin, cocaine, meth, and LSD. People caught using small amounts will no longer face jail or fines. Four other states voted to authorize recreational marijuana. New Jersey, Arizona, Montana, and South Dakota. The British Parliament voting to extend the national shutdown at least another month. Prime Minister Johnson telling lawmakers the new COVID rules will save thousands of lives. Most cities, including London, now ban gatherings of more than six people. And folks are forbidden from visiting the homes of other people, even family members. In other parts of Europe, there are actually violent displays in the streets. As folks say, we've got to work. We can't feed our families. In a moment, how did the media do during the election process? Right back. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. Making you old-fashioned today with Wild Turkey Bourbon 101. It just really stands up very well in a classic cocktail like the old-fashioned. It has that perfect boldness. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, America, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. Once again, the corrupt American media is embarrassed, this time during the election. Now, the corporate press and the Internet companies were extremely active during Tuesday's vote, as you know. For example, several accounts and influencers were given fake news warnings by the social media companies after calling a win in certain states for Donald Trump. Warnings were given to Dan Bongino and other conservative accounts 
after they claim that President Trump won South Carolina. Now, the Associated Press and NBC News both projected that Trump would win South Carolina. These two outlets had been approved by Twitter as having the ability to make the calls, but individuals apparently could not express opinions about winning and losing on Twitter. Twitter also announced that it would label or remove false or misleading information intended to undermine public confidence in an election. Well, who decides what undermines public confidence? Twitter does. The company released more clarification. Quote, we'll consider a result official when announced by a state election official or when calls are made by at least two of the below national news outlets that have dedicated independent election decision desks, ABC, NBC, CBS, AP, CNN, Fox News. Well, that's really all right with me. They can be designated as the go-to people for official designations of winning or losing, but you shouldn't ban people who have an opinion that a certain state goes a certain way. That's not freedom of expression. So who is really being protected here? Who's Twitter and Facebook protecting? I mean, who cares if anybody predicts a certain outcome on anything? Come on. And this becomes very important because we have corrupt polling. Everybody knows that. If you go to BillOReilly.com tonight, I will list all of the polls that got the election entirely wrong. And there are only four of them that were even close to getting it right. There were about 50 polls. Only four were in the ballpark. That's a scandal. Polling in the United States is a fraud. And I have called for watchdog groups to sue the individual polling companies for fraud. You may not win, but in Discovery you'll find out what the game really is. Now, we all know the attitude of the corporate media companies. 90% are anti-Trump and anti-conservative. So now we have Twitter and Facebook and all of these social media companies saying, you know what? They get their opinion on our social ban, but you, the individual, do not. Congress has to step in here. We can't have the government controlling freedom of expression. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve that message by actually writing it. Disagree? I want to hear from you. Bill at BillOReilly.com. And please consider my new bestseller, Killing Crazy Horse. You'll like it. In a moment, something you might not know. Support for this podcast comes from Dropbox Business. Teamwork. Your way. There I was, struggling to balance my professional life and making my son something healthy in my personal life. And then I realized, my team and I can fix this. Sure, we're all pretty different with different working styles, but that only makes us more productive. I work early in slides, while BizDev assigns tasks and legal works late in HelloSign, all from one shared Dropbox workspace. Try Dropbox for your team at dropbox.com slash teams at work. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. Social media shattered records on Election Day. Plenty of loons went in there. More than 500 million tweets were recorded on Tuesday. 
and many of them aimed at Donald Trump. Here are a few lowlights from the Twitter-verse. Actor Rob Reiner, you'll remember him from All in the Family, he played a character named Meathead. It might have been typecasting. Well, he compared Donald Trump's first term to prison time, writing, quote, the last four years have felt like a jail sentence. One jailer must start serving his sentence, meaning that Donald Trump should go to prison in Mr. Reiner's opinion. Radical left hateful guy Keith Olbermann had to delete a message that sparked a big outcry. He said that Donald Trump will always be a whiny little Kunta Kinse, that is a slave character from the 1976 novel Roots. That's that made us no sense, but you know, that's what we expect. MSNBC's Lawrence O'Donnell slamming the entire electoral system, claiming the Electoral College is slavery's revenge on the 21st century. O'Donnell, a proud socialist, hates America and uh, doesn't like democracy either. The website Politico publishing a poll from England showing 650 districts there would vote for Joe Biden. Well, who cares? The opinion, uh, the opinion of English voters hasn't mattered much in this country since 1776. A handful of celebrities like far-left comedian Chelsea Handler posted naked videos of themselves. I'm sure that advanced the vote, but what it was really all about was publicity for the nude people. Finally, the dumbest tweet we saw comes from the New York Times. The newspaper informing its 50 million followers on social media that the Electoral College actually decides who wins the White House. Hey, thanks a lot, New York Times. As if we didn't know that. Back after this. Hey, say what's happening, man? Tip T.I. Harris right here, the King Good. Welcome to 10 Songs That Made Me, a new show that invites artists and influencers to explore 10 of the tracks that made them who they are today, as creators and as people. You'll hear the soundtrack to my life in the very first episode, but make sure to tune in every week for new episodes. Follow and listen for free, only on Spotify. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly, no spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.